0: Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to our daily devotionals. This has been such an amazing journey as we've been looking in the book of Genesis and learning so much, growing from God's Word. And today we're going to be picking back up in Genesis chapter 29, Verse 16 through 20, this is what it says. Now Laban had two daughters. The older daughter was named Leah, and the younger was named Rachel. There was no sparkle in Leah's eye. you got to feel bad for Leah with this comment being made. Uh, No sparkle in her eye. But Rachel had a beautiful figure, he's very descriptive here, and a lovely face. So he's contrasting the two. Thank goodness that Leah did not read this back when it was written. It says in verse 18, since Jacob was in love with Rachel, he told her father, who's Laban, he said, I'll work for you, listen to this, for seven years if you will give me Rachel, your younger daughter, as my wife. Verse 19, agreed, Laban replied, I'd rather give her to you than anyone else. Stay and work with me. Final verse, so Jacob worked seven years to pay for Rachel, long period of time. But his love for her was so strong that it seemed to him but a few days. Really interesting passage of scripture here where you see Jacob, who has now run away from home because of what had happened between him and Esau. And he's trying to run away from the consequence. He's trying to run away from Esau coming after him. And he goes to his uncle's house. Laban has this conversation with him, falls in love with his daughter Leah. I'm sorry, his daughter Rachel. We hear about Leah. And Laban says, hey, listen, if you work for me, you agree to this, they propose this this arrangement for seven years, then you can have her. Now, many of you know uh, that the text talks about how Laban actually tricks Jacob, and Jacob on his wedding night doesn't realize it, but uh, he actually married Leah, and then the next morning realizes it and works for another seven years for Rachel. But there's some interesting things here that you see in this text that really can speak to us today. And the first thing is this. The last verse says that he worked for seven years for Rachel to be able to have her as his wife. But because he loved her so much, it seemed like just a few days. So what does that have to do with me? This is what I was thinking about as I was reading these these verses and that verse in particular. When you really love I mean, your heart and your soul is sold out, then the reward is so worth the sacrifice. There might be a waiting season. There might be some difficult things that you face, things that you're doing, things you're stepping out into. But when you are in love, listen to me, with Jesus, obeying Him is a whole lot easier. You know, obedience can be very difficult, if we're honest. You know, God does not call us to a life of comfort or a life of ease. Now, are there blessings? Absolutely. But obeying God when He speaks something to you through His Word or through His Spirit, sometimes it can be a challenge. You know, oftentimes you read the scriptures and you read things like, hey, be kind to your enemy, love your enemy. I was telling my kids on the way to school today, the difference between Christians and, and non-believers that we're called to love those who really don't love us in return. That we don't talk bad about people. We're not unkind to people. We don't treat people the wrong way. But how many you know that it's very easy to say that, that when someone does us wrong, not to retaliate, at least in our mind or with our words. But when we love Jesus, when we're sold out to him, it makes obedience so much easier. And this is why. Because we trust him. We believe, in spite of what we're going through and what we're seeing, that his ways are better. His ways are higher. So it allows our obedience to be able to follow suit. So here he was for seven years working, but it flew by because he knew the reward that was coming. Can I tell you, there is reward in obedience. There's a reward in loving God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. That's why Jesus says the greatest commandment of all is to love me. It wasn't to obey me, it's to love me. Because if he knew, God knew, if our hearts are committed, then our wills will be committed as well. And I found this to be true in my own life as it relates to obedience. A lot of times people say, I don't, I don't hear God's voice. I don't hear him speaking to me. If we refuse to obey what is written, then don't expect to hear what is spoken by the Spirit. But when you start obeying, not in perfection, but you start obeying the things that are written in God's Word, then you will see God start to speak to you by the Spirit and give you insight and give you commands of things for yourself and your life to follow. But I love this, that Jacob, he Worked for seven years, but it flew by. The second thing is this, second observation is, you will reap whatever you sow. You will reap what you sow. So here Jacob works for seven years and he's tricked by Laban. Boom, all of a sudden he's married to the wrong girl. You're talking about, that's an epic trick. And he has to work another seven years. You know, Jacob had just tricked his brother. It's something how whatever it is that we sow in our life, it will come back to us. He could run as far as he could from Esau, but unfortunately for us, consequences are real. I'm not preaching doom and gloom, I'm not preaching that God doesn't forgive and there's not grace, but if you've lived long enough, and I know many of you have, you know that consequences are real, they're for certain. So here this man, Jacob, who was used mightily by God but was a deceiver for most of his life that God will later rename Israel. But here he is deceived, he's deceived, he's deceived, and now he is being deceived. I want to encourage you today, in closing, in application, let's be people who, first and foremost, we love Jesus more than anything. We are infatuated with him. And because we love him, serving, obeying him, It's worth it. It's life to our soul. And secondly, let's sow some good seeds. You're going to have days and moments where you you don't do well. There are some days i look back and I think, man, I I wasn't the best Christian I should be on those days. And when we sow the right seeds, you will reap the right harvest. I was telling my my son yesterday driving to basketball, he was saying some things. I said, listen, God's word says, that he exalts the humble, but he despises the proud. Let's sow humility, let's sow grace, let's sow love, let's sow kindness, let's sow forgiveness. And I believe with all my heart, you will reap the benefits and the rewards that come from only from heaven. Amen. Lord, we love you. We thank you so much for your word that is rich, that is real, and that is true. I pray, God, that we will be people who above anything else, we love you. And because of that, We serve you, we obey you, we live for you. And God, help us to make sure to sow into the right soil, the right seeds. And I thank you for the harvest that you're going to bring about. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit HealingPlaceChurch.org.